0: what's going on everybody welcome back to the lawn chair cowboys podcast i am your brand new host we moved mitch to ir um he just wasn't cutting it you know he just wasn't cutting it so we pushed him over to ir um minimum of one week until he returns um, Oh man yeah but uh, i am yeah. your host daniel for the day and alongside me i have wayne wayne how are you doing today
1: hey man i'm doing great Thanks for having me. I know I missed last week to the bye week. Had some family stuff going on. It just wasn't uh, lining up for me. So here I
0: am. Yeah. How was the beach? I saw some pictures. looked really nice.
1: It was awesome. If you ever want to go to the beach, um, I recommend going right when it starts to cool off in the fall because no one's there and everything's way cheaper. Yep. The dolphins are out. The sharks are out. It's great.
0: Like Tua? Tua was out there swimming?
1: Who, uh, he was uh yeah, he had a hook in his mouth and it wasn't going well for him.
0: <laughs> just kidding. Right. they
1: weren't catching dolphins, I guess. Oh. I was thinking about the shark.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. So um so yeah, we're just coming off a of bye week this week. Um, we've got the Minnesota Vikings coming up. And we've got just oh. a few th- a few things to talk. Well, we're we're gonna be in Minnesota. They're not yep. coming. It's it's a, it's an away game this week. Um, a primetime game, Sunday night football, pretty excited about Let's it. Go. And, um, we just got a few things. Who
1: are we getting, nope. uh, for the announcers Saturday, Sunday night? Who's that?
0: Um, I see, I don't know if, cause Al Michaels had like a week off and then he
1: could he c- be here for this or is he going to miss this?
0: I'm not sure. So All be, right, you
1: go ahead. I'll look for it real quick.
0: Yeah, you look for it. Chris Collinsworth and I. I hope that it's Al Michaels. I love Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth together. Yeah. They're they're oh, probably yeah. my yeah, my it's, favorite. It's perfect. Yeah. So we're gonna be up in Minnesota this week. Um, we've got a few few things to to hit on before we jump into the Vikings game. Um, as of right now, uh, what I'm looking at right here is we we moved a couple people to IR. Um, as of uh, this article came out today at 3.30, uh, 2.55 p.m. We we moved Brent Urban, who's a defensive end, and Maurice Kennedy to injured reserve heading into week eight. Um, Urban is dealing with a triceps injury while Kennedy is um, suffering from the concussion uh, that he had last week in New England. So he still hasn't cleared concussion protocol. I'm um,
1: missing much there, right? <clears throat> What's that? We're not missing much for the people that don't follow the Cowboys completely.
0: No, uh, Brent Urban's been uh, not not necessarily a difference maker, but he's been a good rotational piece. Maurice Kennedy, you know, he's kind of the same way. Just good filler piece to give the guys some rest here and there. So, <clears throat> um, but the other, the, the biggest news this week Uh, we've got three pieces of big news this week and we'll just hit them starting at the top, obviously with Dak and his calf injury. So as of right now, all signs are pointing towards him playing this week. And I did have a question for you, Wayne, um, about this. Like obviously with the bye week they didn't practice last week and they're starting back into practice this week. Um, he's been fine. He's not in a walking boot anymore. um, but since we are leading the NFC East, right, and it's looking like the other teams are pretty just garbage, yeah. um, would it be more important for us if Dak's not 100%? Should we rest him an extra week? Or is it more important for us to try to get the number one seed in the NFC to get that first week by?
1: That's a a solid, um, solid, solid question, which I actually got into um, into the Cowboys group uh, earlier today in a big discussion, and um, here's kind of how it played out for me: is I understand sitting him right like it's Minnesota of our next, like, you know, four or five games. Like it's probably the most challenging game. So if you're going to sit someone uh, on that might be the game, just sit them, right? Like the game you're already expected to lose. If you're going to lose it Mm -hmm. um, for a chance for him to get two full weeks of recovery um, or even three, if something happens in practice and something flares up, you know, rush can probably come in and we can get a win over Denver. Um, but also on the backside of that, um, I think a lot of it's going to depend on Thursday night, right? Like we got green Bay and Arizona. Um, I would much rather go to Arizona and pull out a win in the playoffs and go to green Bay and try to get a win in mid January. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I'm in between, I support either decision. <clears throat> um, however, I don't support uh, 70 or 80% Dak going in there and playing just to play.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on it too. It's like, if you, I mean, it's a long season. It's only weeks. Like we just finished week seven. Um, so we've got what eleven more games.
1: <clears throat> I mean, it's it's crazy with the added game, right? Like, yeah, it's, uh, Minnesota, Denver, Atlanta, Kansas City, Vegas, New Orleans, Washington, to the Giants, back to. Arizona and Philly, it's eleven. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah, like from, from my my perspective on everything, if Dak isn't one hundred percent healthy and would run the risk of getting hurt worse, especially with a calf, something like that, that could I mean you've seen it with Gallup, he's been out since week one. Um, if it if it were to aggravate it and make it worse, if he's not a hundred percent um I would much rather go into Minnesota with Cooper Rush. Probably won't win the game with Cooper Rush, but I would rather have Dak fully healthy for the rest of the season than have a lingering injury that's bugging him throughout the season if he hurts it on Sunday and it keeps popping up to where he's instead of missing one game if he if it keeps popping up and he's got to sit out, you know, two or three games throughout the rest of the season. Um, you know, I mean, Cooper Rush is Cooper Rush. Uh, we've seen what he can do. Yeah. Which is not... And we
1: know what he can't do.
0: Yeah. But I don't know if we are built to... Because the, the thing about our ru- rushing attack is that, yes, we have a great rushing attack, but right. there's also the threat of a great passing attack. And if Cooper Rush is there, then teams know... But like
1: I think, Yeah, if you get Cooper Rush in there, I think what we're we would end up spinning around on, especially with, with the way that, uh, Kellen likes to play call. Um, and Cooper rush really reminds me a lot of Kellen, which is, is funny that we keep getting backups like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we turn ourselves into a lot of tunnel screens, a lot of quick pitch outs, um, some reverses, some uh, double tosses. Like we're seeing that one day with Pollard and Zeke, Like you're going to see a lot of this gadgetry and, and a lot of, uh, uh schultz up the middle i think if if we have to go that route that's what you'd see with a heavy dose of of zeke between the tackles
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um not that i would love it but uh i think you can i think you grind a game out against minnesota because if you start doing that they've got one of the best backs in the nfl and they're going to want to turn to it like they're not going to be like okay well let's go ahead and throw it then no they're going to run it too so you're going to end up in like a a 13 to 16 game
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, with not many passes because uh, everyone's running the ball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, and the the thing about Minnesota too, is that the threat of the, the past to Kirk Cousins is playing really good this year. Yeah. And so if you're, yeah. if, if you can
1: almost like 300 yards a game, I think. Yeah. But and they've, they've, a faced a couple of weak teams and then the good teams they faced have put it on them and they've had to throw a lot. So yeah. Um, I'm not so sold on, on whether that's not a, just a game flow script thing. Plus, uh, um, Dalvin was out for what? Two weeks.
0: I, can't remember. Uh, I think it was think, a,
1: or a week and a half game and a half. Yeah.
0: I think a couple um, of weeks. Yeah.
1: But yeah, man, um, I mean, I guess it's how you look at it. Like Tampa and the Chargers, we know they're playoff teams, right? Mm -hmm. And the rest of our schedule, uh, meddling, whatever. But the rest of our schedule, I think the Philly game and the New England game showed up as closer than they actually were. Um, So, I mean, we're putting it on teams by like two or three touchdowns Mm -hmm. outside of the Chargers and the Tampa Bay game. Yeah. And we should have easily won the Tampa Bay game. So, to me um Going into a game against Minnesota, I don't. I would put them like borderline like playoff team, maybe not even. um So to me, I don't. I think that you could get by without him, but I think that if he's even like ninety or ninety five percent, we just go ahead and play him and don't put him in a situation where he feels like he has to win the Super Bowl that day.
0: Yeah, I completely I think agree. That's the
1: biggest thing. Just like go <laughs> into it, be like, "Hey, dude, like." If you feel pressure, get down. If you're running outside of pocket, like, you know, get what you can, but don't don't push it too hard. You know, we'll live to see another day.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, another big thing that is happening actually tomorrow, uh, whenever everybody's listening to this, it would have been yesterday. But on Wednesday this week, Michael Gallup is coming back to practice.
1: So, That's huge, man. Yeah. Huge.
0: Which also um, might feed into why, um, like, candidate, especially Kennedy coming yeah. off a concussion, is, was moved to IR, was to clear a true. roster spot for Gallup.
1: That's true, because uh, with the fan, uh, the interview with Jerry, uh, they asked him about, like, making moves at a trade-led line. He, you know, he said, I'm open for business. Of course, he's always open for business, but I think he was just trying to get in a news cycle again by saying that, because he knew that everyone would print it, right? Um yeah. He made some interesting comments there that is kind of what you're talking about. He said, um, I think we're in a great situation where we don't even have enough active roster spots for our studs that we got on IR. So they're going to have to move guys off and put put guys exempt places and might even have to release people as the season goes on, depending on who they pick up.
0: Yeah, but... The weird thing about... Well, one of the weird things about this season is that we're suffering from too much depth, almost. It's like, do you just keep these people on IR? Because, like, if... I I think what I heard is you can actually keep somebody on IR for as long as you want, but if you bring them off and start their practice window of, like, 20-some days and yeah. they're still not ready to go, then they have to yeah. go on IR for the rest of the season. Like you can't Correct. bring it back. Uh, I
1: believe it's three weeks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so it's it's 21 or 30 days, something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. I think a lot of it evolves around the COVID stuff and everything and, mm-hmm. and being able to, uh, help everyone out and, and be fair. But, uh, it's definitely curious. um, I mean, you got a lot of teams out there that like to have guys off our roster, so you know if we drop anyone, they're they're gonna get gobbled up. At least for the intel, you know.
0: Yeah. I'm hoping that I mean, I don't know what like what are your takes on do you think that we should trade for somebody before the trade deadline? And if so, who okay. do you um, like what this what? might give me a
1: lot of hate mail? <laughs> what um, position? Yeah. So so this might give me a lot of hate mail. So I'm I'm hundred percent a realist, right? Like um, I'm a huge Dallas Cowboy fan. Love all these players. Would love to keep them all, but they've went out and made an agreement that we can only spend so much money a year. Right. So we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to play with all of the talent we have. Right. So someone's got to go. Gallup mm-hmm. is going to get paid. We're not going to be able to afford him with our current contracts. So the old story that I hear is everyone's like, oh, Amari's awful. He's not.
0: No, um, he's not at all.
1: <laughs> they want to keep Gallup and trade Amari, <laughs> no. which, listen, listen, I'm not against to an, a degree because CD Lamb's so good, right? Mm-hmm. And Cedric's not bad. Um, but I think that people don't give Amari Cooper the credit that Amari Cooper deserves, right? Like, he's probably the f- number one, if not top three route runner in the nfl okay um michael gallup makes a lot of splash plays um and he's super solid right mm-hmm. love him um i don't think that we can afford him and i don't think we're gonna get rid of amari um so i think that it would be wise of us to trade him but listen here's the kicker right Because I don't know the exact rules on this, but I believe if we let Gallup go, but we make a, um, an offer to him, right? That's like, you know, certain amount. And he ends up getting a, a better uh, qualifying offer or whatnot. We get a uh, compensated pick, right? Yeah. So any, any trade that we would do would have to come in with a better pick than that. So everyone's like, why don't we just, you know, the people that want to trade him are like, just, Give him away for anything. I'm like, well, no, we're already going to get something, right? Like if he leaves because he's such an elite player, um, you know, probably a third or fourth round compensation. But we might be able to get a second round and a player or just a stud player. Um, I keep seeing everyone put the name May out for the Jets. Solid safety, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We have great depth at safety. not amazing talent at safety, I would say. Um, so a guy like that would drastically improve our defense. However, he's already come out and said that he doesn't want to be traded. So what good would us, we, we would hurt ourselves, bring him in, he would just walk in free agency. Yeah. Or we would owe him tons of money. I don't know what his contract is, but I think there's like two years left. Um, I'd like to make a move. I don't I don't have any preference on what we do or where we would do it but honestly like our roster right where it's at the only thing that I think that we lack lack at is a huge defensive tackle or um maybe a safety or a stud cornerback but then you know I've seen it happen before in the NFL you you make that move and the guy that comes in isn't as good as he was somewhere else
0: yeah and you also run the so risk of who do, you, who do you like? Um, interior defensive line. Yeah. Probably the biggest spot. Yeah. That I'm thinking. Yeah, like a
1: Vita V. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to get rid of him, but something oh, like man. that.
0: Yeah, somebody like that. Just because we got we've we've got um Osa, who's been playing great. Uh is gonna be coming back. Listen,
1: he, he's rated. He's rated way up there. He's I mean, I like that. I uh we could be better, but listen, we're getting a great, solid play out of our entire defense. Really,
0: yeah, right yeah. I mean, Dan
1: Quinn, that's your boy.
0: Yep. yep, called it. I'm just gonna get a yep. shirt that says "I called Dan Quinn." Or, Dan Quinn's yeah, my boy, and Quinn's yep. my homie. Yeah,
1: that's right. All I right, sell those. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Okay. So next up, we have uh, Lyle Collins is coming back. Um, he's coming, yeah. coming back I'm just off.
1: Just hoping, hoping that he's sharp, man. Hoping that he's sharp.
0: I actually don't expect to see him this week. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, uh,
1: it wouldn't shock me if if he did or didn't, one way or the other. Um, yeah. And I think that the first game that he plays, whether it's this week or next week, I think that it's not going to be a full game scenario. Oh yeah. He hasn't played live football in how long?
0: Uh, yeah, since week one.
1: Six weeks. Dang. Yep. A long time. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I so mean, he's- getting him back in there and getting, you know, getting his body ready, because he was allowed to be in the facility, but he wasn't allowed to practice until, and, well, until after okay. the New England game. So, okay. you know, he's going to have to get his body ready. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't expect to see him this Sunday, uh, but like you said, you know, if you do, it'll be in like a rotational aspect of it, maybe just to get him yep. some reps um in game.
1: Yeah, and I think they're gonna throw him in on on running downs, right? Like that's probably the easiest for a guy like that. Like yeah. get his juice flowing, let him hit someone, get him going downhill, run someone over. Don't have to worry about pass protection.
0: Yep. I think that's it but as I, I far as people uh, coming back and injuries and stuff. How do
1: you how do you feel about? uh, I get I get a lot of people online. Uh, The chatter is is um, steal this or or Collins this or or trade Tyron or whatever. What's what's your feel on the offensive line? How do you think that we should move forward?
0: Well, me and Mitch talked about this on last week's episode a little bit, Um, but whenever whenever Collins comes back, I I. Like, once he's ready to go, I think you put him right back where he was. It's like, yeah, Steele's playing better, but you can also use this time to get Steele into rotation with Collins, or, you know, if there's an injury somewhere else, you can move people around. But Steele's younger, Steele's playing great. He doesn't have all the baggage that Collins does. So, th- That could be a move that we could we might see before the trade deadline. Maybe a Lyle Collins for somebody. Um, I like the depth, but I think that maybe if if we don't end up trading him, I don't. I doubt we will. But using him and then in the off season, doing something with Collins, you know.
1: Right, I I could see that. I don't. I think with momentum rolling, I don't think that they want to break anyone up. Um. Not to say anyone's not off the table. Like they come at you with a a crazy sweet deal. I think they might just take it. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how many years you think Tyron has left. People people want to trade him. I love him.
0: I don't think you trade him. No, he's he.
1: just draft his replacement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean. Yeah. It, it, you you'll get some for him, but you have to think that his injury history and his age would factor into that trade. So you're thinking like a third? True. true. You know, if you're trading him for a, a pick, you know, you're not gonna get an arm and a leg for him. You know, he's been in yeah. since was it twenty was it twenty twelve? When did when did Tyron yeah. Smith come in? Was it twenty twelve?
1: Oh, I can't remember. It's been quite a while though.
0: Yeah. We'll look it up but, So and, you
1: gotta think. Um You've really got to think, like, who would even be a trade partner. It's probably not going to be anyone in the NFC. Definitely not in the East. Yeah. And it won't be anyone high up in the AFC. So it'd be a bottom feeder team one way or the other, just looking to get some, get rid of some players.
0: Yeah. This Okay, so 2011 is whenever he came in. Um. So, you know, 10 years.
1: Yeah, he's hitting you know. that window, I would say, for uh, linemen.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's 30. He's still playing great though. That's the thing. is like, But whenever you're trading away somebody like that, you're not going to get peak Tyron value for for him because it's of those you injuries. Feel
1: like, it's whether you feel like someone like Lyle could move out there and take care of it. Would it be worth getting a pick out of?
0: Depending on the pick, to be honest. Yeah. No, like I agree. It, it would really depend on how high of a pick you could get for him. I'd, I I I would what
1: team right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not trading him. I wouldn't trade him anywhere in the NFC.
1: Well, I just mean someone someone trash that's going to be that's going to uh, get you a good pick next year.
0: Oh yeah, like a higher pick. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, but like at the, the same,
0: <laughs> like <laughs> the Chiefs. I don't know, man. They're playing like ass. That game doesn't worry me as much later in the season.
1: Yeah. Well, it worries me. Later in season, I wish it was this week.
0: True. Yeah, it's very true. I, I wish it was
1: figured out by then.
0: Yeah. I'd be alright. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll 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 get to that. You know, in a few weeks, whenever we play them, What, four weeks from Hell, now. Yeah. yeah. So. So okay, so uh, we have got a couple questions in our Discord. Okay. If you guys haven't joined our Discord yet, which um, none of you have because nobody knew who's entered our Discord in uh, like a year. So there's like 10 of us here. Um, really? Yeah, we have two we questions. Have them numbers. <laughs>
1: Insert GIF here.
0: Yes. So the first question actually comes from Mitch, our host, since he couldn't be here. Um, he asks, who poses the bigger threat to the defense this week? Dalvin Cook or Justin Jefferson?
1: Listen, I'll let you give your answer first. Or do you just want mine?
0: I mean, I'll give you my answer first. That's fine. It, it really depends okay. on game script. If they come out and get, get a, a lead on us and we can't seem to catch up, then it's going to be a big Dalvin Cook game, but if sure. they're playing from behind the entire game, then that Justin Jefferson, your boy, um, Thielen, honestly, because we actually talked yeah. about this before we started recording, yeah. like who would be a bigger threat, who would Diggs yeah. be covering? Um, it would. It, it's all really game script dependent, and Dalvin Cook will will take dump off passes and take them for seventy yards too. So, you know, it'll. You know it could really yeah. go either way to be honest i think Thielen's going to be the biggest yards on sunday though i think the Yeah, a big, i mean i think that he
1: has the uh biggest ceiling i would say mm-hmm. uh fantasy wise on the vikings um they all grayed out real well right like we know that we don't do the run very well um mm-hmm. even though it says we do you know, those numbers might be coming up, but even though it says we do, it's because we don't get run on much because we're always ahead. Um, but that's what I'm looking at. Can can we get those turnovers? Uh, can we jump out to a lead? Can we get ahead? If we can get ahead, um, it's feeling, I think, because Diggs is going to be all over Jefferson, not discounting Jefferson. Jefferson still going to get his. Diggs still gives up yards. Um, Although I don't know if it's still up through the last week with uh, the Patriots, but I think before the Patriots game, he hadn't given up a touchdown yet.
0: Is that correct? But I I don't know if that actually counted against Diggs or if it counted against um, uh, Curse or whoever it was that missed
1: it. It was definitely Curse's fault. But, anyways.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. um, Yeah, I would. I think if you're picking between Jefferson and, and, um, and I think you get Dalvin Cook. Uh, listen, there's a, there's a real good possibility that this game just turns into a clock management thing where both teams fall in love with the run because the other team's running. Mm-hmm. And then what you're going to end up with is like seven, eight minute drives where they try to freeze each other out of a quarter. You know what I mean? That's kind of football I like, right? Like everyone likes points, but man, ball control is nice set you up for a zinger but anyways um I mean uh, yeah
0: <laughs> ha, ball control
1: <laughs> gotcha we're not sponsored no, anyways, by any uh, kind
0: of you know compression shorts yeah.
1: I think it could end up turning into a pretty low scoring <laughs> game man
0: it, it really could it, it could, uh, it could.
1: like a 55 um, I think that people just think that Dallas's defense isn't that great still Um, and they see cousins throwing for 300 yards and they see Dalvin cook over there and they're like, man, Dallas really sucks. And, um, I think it could turn into a lot of stalled drives, a lot of running the football. They got two backs that are happy carrying the ball over 20 times a piece. Right. So to me, that's a, that's a, you know, one drive per quarter type of, of game. You know what I mean? Um, that's pretty exciting. I like it um looking forward to it. Uh, that's what i think it end up. i would i would go dalvin cook. dalvin cook. yep.
0: all right. so the 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 second question is not not a serious question. love these. but it is a question nonetheless. does the lawn chair cowboys podcast hosts get sexually triggered when they see someone with the word cousins on their jersey?
1: No, I only think of Kentucky.
0: You only think of Kentucky.
1: (laughs) That's it. Sorry, Kentucky, but I can't explain it, but it's what it is.
0: I feel like there's a little bit of projection here, to be honest. I don't think that this is a question for us. I think he's just trying to project his sexual frustrations onto us. This comes from Michael, my brother.
1: uh, Yeah, it's the same one that's (laughs) always asking about my legs. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you know, I'm not sexually attracted to Mitch. We are cousins, but, you know, I know it's West Virginia, but whenever I see cousins, I literally, like, whenever I see, especially Kirk Cousins, I don't even think Kirk Cousins at Minnesota. Like, I think Kirk Cousins at Washington, you know, because he was, you know, like, I still associate him with Washington whenever I see Kirk Cousins.
1: What What was his catchphrase?
0: Uh. I,
1: I have no idea. I don't know, but he got paid way too much for the talent level. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's going to come back to bite me on Sunday. But listen, <laughs> that, man yeah? got, that man swindled them. Oh, man. Swindled them and the Vikings.
0: Yeah. And that was after the season that they went into the playoffs That because it, it, it was Keenum with the Minneapolis Miracle that oh, season before.
1: Bradford, People forget about Bradford.
0: Yeah, but Keenum was up there too, and I'm pretty sure Bradford yeah. was hurt
1: or was Keenum come in and kept winning a game? Every yeah, yeah. Captain. Oh yeah. yeah, Keenum. This is my bold prediction. Keenum is a better quarterback than Cousins.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna find that out.
1: <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't use it. But I mean, he did just started a game this past week. But anyways, yeah. I was just joking.
0: No, yeah. So I mean, I guess we could go ahead and get into our. Well, well, I don't know if we, I mean, duh, where's my notes at? Hold on. Okay. Maybe I'm not a better, better host than Mitch is. Um,
1: uh, well, we'll let, we'll let our um, followers decide they can all vote on it. We'll put up a poll.
0: Yeah. Um, there you go.
1: I have to have to cr- um, clarify myself for your brother. We'll put up a poll that you can vote on, not one that you can dance on. <laughs> you can
0: dance on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, but yeah, Mitch always does like the like your concerns and your I guess positives for the games.
1: Yeah, positive negatives.
0: <laughs> positives, yep. and negatives. I mean, you know. Whatever. I mean, we're coming off a bye. Both teams are coming off a bye. So everybody's yep. gonna be healthy. And I honestly like my biggest thing about this game is if Dak plays, we'll win. If Dak has a setback in practice this week, or if they decide to sit him out and rest him another week, then we lose. I just don't think I don't think Cooper Rush will be able to come in, especially with how the Vikings have been playing. They've been playing teams hard. Um I just my don't only, think.
1: My only concern, kind of the follow up with what you're saying there, my only concern is that um Dak actually does play, and he's not a hundred percent, and they don't tell anyone he's not a hundred percent, but they play call and scheme to protect him from not being a hundred percent. Then we end up losing the game, and it fucks with a psyche. Mm-hmm. That's my only concern because that could ruin your season. Oh yeah. That's why I am like, you got to be like 90, 95% ready or just don't play.
0: Yeah, that's where and I'm sitting I don't too.
1: care what happens. Like, if I see that Cooper rush is starting Sunday, I'm still going to cheer us on. And I think we still got a good shot to win the game. But I'm not going to go get the rope ready or, or, you know, you know call it quits if we lose that game.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this, keep just keep in mind, if Dak Prescott doesn't play, and we lose, then you know it's one game, and you've got to think there's an extra game this year too. So I get it. The NFC is tough this year. The NFC is you've got the Bucks the that are
1: five records are in the NFC.
0: Yeah, you know, Cardinals are undefeated. You got the Packers, the Bucks, um,
1: someone else. In this,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm drawing the Rams. a blank. Rams. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And all those teams should would would pose a threat to us, but luckily we're not playing any of them this week. So hopefully, hopefully Dex healthy and ready to go. So what's your uh, what's your score and bold prediction this week there, Wayne? <clears throat> I'm gonna let all you right. go because I haven't I haven't gotten mine ready yet.
1: <laughs> so, all right. So I think I saw Mitch's and. Actually, lead in with his if you still have it.
0: Okay, yeah, uh, give I got me a
1: chance to not duplicate his or piggyback off of it, so no one gets mad.
0: Yeah, uh, Mitch's um, score prediction will be thirty-one to twenty-four, Dallas, um, and his bold prediction is that Cook and Jefferson. We'll have both under 100 yards rushing and receiving, respectively. And Cousins has multiple turnovers.
1: So guess what? Just randomly, let me throw this in. Cook and Jefferson average both under 100 yards a game. So that's not very bold. But we'll we'll allow it.
0: I think the boldest part of that is the Cousins' turnovers, because I think he's been really good at, at protecting the ball this year.
1: Yeah, he's I mean, only had two interceptions. So. Yeah.
0: So that Fair would enough. be the bold part. So
1: yeah, that's what I was thinking. <clears throat> I was like, "Well, that doesn't seem so bold," but okay.
0: So I'm gonna go with um, my score prediction. Oh, well, you um, already got
1: yours figured out. All
0: right. Yes, yeah, yes, I do. Come on. Uh, twenty nine to twenty one, Dallas. Okay. And my bold prediction will be that Micah Parson gets his first turnover. He didn't have one season. He had one in preseason. He had a fumble recovery. He's almost had, an inter- he almost had an interception.
1: I thought he had a fumble recovery regular season already.
0: He might, well, might
1: have been preseason, I remember.
0: Yeah, because he had, he the, had right. the fumble recovery versus the Steelers in the Hall of Fame game. Let's see. Um Anyway, either way, well, at first, or if he's had one already, I, I just, my bold prediction is that Micah Parson gets a turnover. So,
1: no, I got you. I got yeah, you. So, all right. Um, let's see. So, I am going to, I'm going to be the negative Nancy. Um, as much as I like us, I think that, um, the whole injury thing worries me. I, I think that we're going to blow them out or we're going to lose the game. Um, but I'm worried that because of the calf strain and everything else, I'm worried going to Minnesota playing in Minnesota in front of that crowd that we might just show up with two vanilla of a game plan. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I still think we'll be in it, but I think that it'll be a, uh, I think it'll be a 21-21 game at the very end, and I think that the Vikings will actually kick a field goal to beat us. So I'm going to go 24, no, 21-24, to because it's at Minnesota, right? I got to make yeah. sure. I saw that Mitch finally got it right. But anyways, yeah, uh, 21, you go 24 scrub, yeah. Minnesota Vikings are going to pull the upset on Dallas, and all of the pundits are going to jump off of the Cowboys bandwagon and tell us how bad we are. And we can just get back to business and start winning again. And no one will talk about us. Um, But yeah, uh, my bold prediction will be that um, we win the turnover battle, but don't win the game.
0: So how many turnovers per per team, do you think? Like, not not included in your bold prediction, but what are you thinking?
1: What do I think is going to happen? Yeah. Honestly, I think it'll be like... Um, zeroed for us. Like, like, that's my worry, right? Is that we're like so conservative that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that we, you know, we might get one or two off of them. Um, I think if he throws at Diggs, he's going to get picked, but I, I don't think he's going to make stupid throws to digs. So I think everyone learned that. Thought the whole game was over and he wasn't going to get one against New England. And all of a sudden, he pretty much won the game with one. <laughs> yeah so i think that i think the league's starting to realize that it's not just dumb luck and if it is they don't want to test it but yeah i'm picking a to lose this week it's uh not good but a bye traveling to minnesota off the calf strain like i said i think that we everything's there for us to win by 15 20 points um and that's what i'm gonna root on you know i'm gonna hope it's uh like a 35 or 40 point game to, you know, a couple, two or three touchdowns. But, but I think it's going to be a close one. And uh, I think that Minnesota might just have the ball last and, and put it on us there at the end. So,
0: yeah. So I'm looking at these. So you said the over, the over under was what, 54 and a half?
1: 54 and a half. Yeah. Some yes. places you can get it 50, some places 54.
0: Yeah. So me and you both have the under on that. And, yeah. Mitch is like right on the line, typical. Is
1: he?
0: Typical. Yeah, he's yeah, at uh, fifty-five. Exactly what Vegas
1: said.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, I'll gladly take the under. I think that. I mean, you got both teams coming off a of bye. Minnesota's defense is playing well. Um, yeah. Hopefully, our defense plays well. Um, but it's it. it th- this game out of the next few games is the one that worries me the most. Um, because our upcoming schedule. I oh, think the
1: KC and Vegas um, and <clears throat> Arizona are the only games on the schedule that worry me for the rest of the year.
0: Well, yeah, those games, obviously, but I'm, you know, the Vikings are a sneaky good matchup, and we've game. always we've always played them close. Yeah. I mean, we we beat them last year with um, with Dalton, but you know, it, 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 it's always a a really just hard hitting close game. So you know, yours but I'm could I'm
1: also I'm also the reason I'm 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 straddling the fence there on the low projection is because I'm leaving that like ten or fifteen percent doubt that Dak doesn't end up playing and then I should be right on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean obviously if, if uh if Dak doesn't play then I'm I'd probably go like twenty nine to seventeen Vikings. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm kind of hedging on the fact that Dak is out of his walking boot and all things positive yeah. out of Dallas right now. So
1: I just I just I'm <clears> just <throat> scared that after a buy and an injury that we just try to uh, play it too safe and and we fall into the run game with them. And like I said, it just drags out and uh, <clears throat> we've we've managed to win what one of two games in the last minute. Although they said what was there was a stat. It was like um I don't know if it was a pff ranking or something. Someone put something out and uh Dak had like the craziest stats in a one one drive uh game at the end or something like that. You I know mean, what I mean? Did you see that one?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Uh I can't remember where it was now, but yeah, he had it was he was like number one in either the current league or history when it came to um game winning drives, maybe QBR or something, or or maybe it was um some sort of rating, it seemed like. But I can't remember it off the top of my head. But he yeah. So well he's becoming
0: like, he's becoming the new quarterback that like, you know, if you leave Aaron Rodgers just a little bit too much time or Tom Brady just yep. a little bit too much time at the end of the yeah. game, like yep. they can drive down and beat you. Like that's Dak Prescott now. And it, it's nice we just to finally make
1: sure his coach doesn't spend all the time outs.
0: Yeah. Well, clock management, you know, every every coach. I mean, <laughs> crap. Andy Reid has horrible clock management. So, you know, like, yeah, it, yeah, every co- coach has their flaw. And unfortunately, that's, that's our coach's flaw. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't hate him as much as everyone else. And, uh, yeah. I think Kellen Moore is going to be an offense coordinator for a while. But,
0: yeah. Uh, and like at, yeah. McCarthy deserves some credit. Like everybody's dogging on him for like little, like little things like clock management. Is, it's like his team. Yeah, exactly. This is his, f- like he got us he, to five and one.
1: Right. Right. Might as well be six and now. Yeah. Like we didn't lose that Tampa game because of him.
0: Yeah. he could have easily come in here and been like Kellen Moore. I understand you're the offensive coordinator, but I also want to have my hand in this. Like he's giving yeah. Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn free range to do this. Yeah. And he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He is coaching the coaches. And if you're coaching the coaches and your offense and your defense are playing this well, you can't you can't dog the guy because the guy like Mike McCarthy is doing a fantastic job. Like, yes, he has his flaws, but guess what? We're all freaking human. You know, I have my flaws too. I'm over thirty. If I fart, sometimes it's not a fart. You know, it just happens. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. they're ex- extremely shitty, especially whenever it's not a fart. And whenever you fart, it's it's all shitty, hey, actually. Um, so.
1: Unrelated to the Cowboys, but sort of in the NFC East playoff picture. Did you know that the Giants placed Jerrell Peppers on injury reserve?
0: I did not. With
1: not one, but two injuries to his right leg. A Ouch. rupture to the ACL on his knee and a high ankle sprain. Whew. Like
0: They're just dropping like flies up there. It's a the
1: touch of death. <laughs> Yeah. We should sue him for like 15 Super Bowls.
0: He's the reason that Dak got hurt last year.
1: Thousand percent.
0: It's residual Jason Garrett. (laughs) That's what happened. And and it was
1: against the Giants, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was. He was just in the building. He came back and just Dak First
1: meeting back. Yep. That's what happens. Yep. And I think it was either the game before us or the game after us that Barkley got hurt last year, right?
0: Close, he got hurt. He was out
1: for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, and he got hurt against us at or home this lizard. year.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's Jason Garrett, man. Like he's just like, oh my goodness, so blessed.
0: Uh The clapper. Yeah. So happy that he's gone. Yep. Happy to not have him. Yeah. <laughs> he's New York's problem now. Probably not. Well, I don't. I don't think Joe Judge will last much longer up there or Jason just a
1: horrible, horrible coach. So is uh, Nick Sirianni.
0: Oh yeah. They're both awful
1: trash. At least, at least the, the team up there in the Capitol has a good coach.
0: Yeah. He's just suffering from like, kind of like that preseason hype, like, you know, like a couple years ago when everybody's like, Oh, this is the Browns year. Like they're so good. Like it, it just took an extra year for that to happen. Because yeah. th- everybody was hyping up the Washington offense or defense like it was going to be the best defense in the league. Like it was going to sure. be the one to beat. They were going to be the team to beat in the NFC and, or NFC East. And, you know, a lot of it was the fact that they got into the playoffs last year. It's like, uh, okay. They had like a seven and nine record and got into the playoffs because our whole division sucked. Like you know, you can't polish a turd. Yeah, you know, I mean you can, yeah, but right. your your hands are going to be covered in shit. So covered
1: in shit.
0: Yeah, I just resort to poop talk. Apparently, I've noticed that about nah, myself. I
1: guess. Yeah. Gonna have to change your name.
0: <laughs> I thought you well, we were
1: going to change the host I, at the beginning, but
0: well I guess it's going to stay in shit stick like it has been. So, all right. Do you have any fantasy nuggets for us uh for DFS this week, Wayne?
1: Sure, um i would I would say if you want to play someone from the Dallas Cowboys to just stick to the trends, and that would be c. d. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, and Zeke. However, being a Sunday night game, if you're looking to win a game, um, there's not much in the way of guys to play that isn't um uh, i guess already in the the field of view for you because you're going to want to play other games i think personally i mean this game could blow up i guess so you can just take our whole offense and and hope that it hits the over if it hits the over you know we're battling the vikings like 30s to 30s or something and it's all the same guys i'm telling you either way but um If it happens to come out like I think it's going to and and some of the other games hit that I think will hit, um, I think that maybe price-wise on DraftKings, maybe the only team that you take or the only player you take from the Dallas Cowboys, um, and this is purely um, just trying to get lucky, um, maybe take a flyer on uh, Pollard. He's only like $5,000. Um, but I think that, uh, if you're playing, you would be on a full week schedule to where you'd have like the Packers Cardinals game, um, or you'd be looking at a, uh, you'd be looking at a, uh, Sunday night, Monday night game. Uh, which, interestingly enough, is going to be the Giants and the Chiefs. Danny Dimes um, <laughs> and the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense is so bad. Um, they've got Chiefs favored by 10 and uh, over at 52. But I think that the Giants can make a run at them. Um
0: imagine.
1: Imagine. Listen. Listen,
0: man. Oh my gosh.
1: Um Rams offense is gonna just go insane against the Texans. Um Angles are gonna go crazy against the Jets. Um yeah, I mean, there's some games out there to to target other than the Dallas game. Um so I think that if you're gonna take a flyer, take a flyer on uh Pollard, but me personally I would I would just stay away from that if you're playing a full slate because there's just so many other options. And if you got in a spot, though, where where you saw someone you liked uh, it'd be Pollard or one of the tight ends, I think, cheap. That's all I'd recommend.
0: All right. So, I don't, I mean, our little fantasy thing that me and Mitch do is kind of, I mean, I've, you know, obviously you're starting everybody on the Cowboys offense every week, especially on daily you know, Makes sense, or not daily fantasy, but year long fantasy. So, you know, coming off a of bye, there's really nothing for me to say about fantasy, to be honest. Because, um, yeah, just if you have him, play him. Unless it's Blake Jarwin, don't play him. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's all we got this week. I think we uh, we covered pretty much everything. Uh, is there anything that you think that we missed? Uh, no man, about? I,
1: I hate being the uh, negative Nancy and taking a loss, um, but you know I'm trying to uh, pick up the slack for Mitch and and be as accurate as possible with my scores here. Um, <laughs> but in my gut, I'm thinking like 40 something to 20, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> I mean, I hope I hope we put it on him. Um, yeah, but
1: before the show, for the show, I'm going to be as accurate as possible. And I'm gonna be low twenties, we lose by a field goal.
0: There you go. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot closer um for the entire game. Like I said earlier, we always play them kind of tough, and we're playing in Minnesota, and that place gets loud. So know, that's
1: that's that's a lot of my worry. That mm-hmm. the injury, mm-hmm. the buy, I know they're gonna buy too, but they're getting it at home. Um they've had two weeks to prepare for us, so you know they're gonna put some scheme in there. I mean, their coach is a defensive coach, so
0: yeah. But we also have had two weeks to prepare for them.
1: Touche, touche. But we didn't know if we were gonna get a quarterback until this week.
0: I think that they planned on it the they entire think week.
1: They really knew the whole time.
0: Well, look Coy. at dude, look at uh, look or at the season with
1: Coy by saying that he's out of the boot.
0: No, there's there there was pictures and stuff of him out of the boot. Hey, um,
1: you can Photoshop pretty good, so yeah. But Imagine he was out like he was
0: out like running around in sandals and stuff. Like
1: I don't know, I'm just messing you, with know. you see him and his old lady at the uh, Halloween party.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, look at look at what they did with um, with Dak in the the preseason with his with his shoulder and all of that, and you know the is he going to play? Is he not going to start? week one blah 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 it's like you keep the other team kind of guessing like you know so they don't really know yeah, how to plan but yeah but I think that you know we'll see how the rest of the week goes as far as practice goes and hopefully he's fine you know hopefully it's not something that is a season long thing hopefully it, it, it calms itself down so as long as we can get him rest yeah. and uh So, all right, with that, we're going to go ahead and get this thing wrapped up. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're listening now. If you haven't subscribed already, follow us on Facebook at the Lawn Chair Cowboys and join us on Discord. Uh, The link is down below. Where is it at, Wayne? It's in the bio. All right, and we'll see you guys next week.
1: Later.